This is Carrie. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. We're fucking that chicken, bitch. <laughs> well, that's a way to say hello. Hello, hello. I do have a story. How are you, though? <clears throat> oh, much, much Yeah, better. you feeling okay? Much Your diverticulitis better. resolved? Yeah, I mean, and I work today and stuff. Oh, that's good. And I'm well, going to, tomorrow's a paid holiday, but I'm going to work. Okay. Because you get overtime plus your holiday I wish pay. I got holiday pay for tomorrow. I know, it's it nice. But. But, um, so I took my garbage out this morning. And um, since I live in, you know, <clears throat> an apartment that was converted to a condo. <laughs> anyways, um. Of course, I was going to lock my door because I was going to the garbage and going to get my Diet Mountain Dew for my morning caffeine. And I come home and my door's cracked open. And I'm like, did I not lock it? Like, what? So I went to my nightstand, grabbed my gun, took the safety off. And like scoped the apartment, the apartment, whatever, condo. And um, so everything was fine. So I must have just forgot to lock it and didn't even shut it all the way because the wind's wicked bad right now. That's so scary. Yeah, it really was. <sighs> I know. Yeah, well, I. Um, at least I had a gun. At least you have a gun. At least you were able to make it to your nightstand to get the gun, was what I was thinking. Yeah. So no one mess with her. She's got a gun. She's not afraid to use it. <laughs> it's got hollow points in it. Yeah. She's shooting to kill. Yeah, I loaded it. She's shooting to fucking kill. Right? And one night I was on the phone with Jenny <laughs> and I did something with my gun. She's like, Are you loading your gun? Let's back up. Okay. We were talking about you were telling me why you had the gun. Because we didn't we didn't yeah. tell the story on air. And oh. um, which is going to drive Alex crazy that well, I just dropped I the seed Bow. and didn't explain it. But there's an Easter egg. So um, that's for another day. So um, we're talking about it and just casually, like all of a sudden I hear and I'm like, are you loading <laughs> your gun? And she's like, yeah, it's just making sure there's a bullet in the chamber. Like dirty Harriet <laughs> over there. Hey, girls gotta do what a girl's Locked gotta do. Locked and loaded. You need to take me to the mm-hmm. gun range so I can learn how to shoot a gun. I don't know how. Yeah, I think it would be good yeah, for Yeah, no, seriously. I've always wanted to do it. Yeah. So. Kate can shoot like an AK-47. I've got an old video of it. Why does that not surprise me? I feel like you and her at the gun range would, like, you would totally, like, like hit the circle where the heart is like right in the center like it'd be boom 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 yeah <laughs> oh and we did go see scream anyone that's a scream fan was it good highly recommend it totally it's yes it's good because they bring back all the ogs like they did it right was courtney cox in it yep oh and nev campbell yep wow I'll have, i might have to check that out i wonder if it's streaming yet probably not I don't know. Deputy Dewey was in it. Wow. Um, Randy's sister. 
Is that Deputy Dewey? Dewey is Deputy Dewey. Deputy Dewey is that um, David Arquette? Mm-hmm. David Arquette. So the, yeah, I was gonna say Courtney Cox's ex husband. Yeah, um, he was in it. Um, the one chick that made the lemon squares that was all googly eyed over Dewey, <laughs> and one of the screams, she was in it. Oh wow! Yeah, Randy's sister was in it. Um, I feel like I'm missing somebody, but yeah, they brought all the OGs back. Oh, and they like, um, hologram, whatever, Billy Loomis in there. Really? It's wow. It's fucking good, dude. That's awesome. It's really good. I haven't been to the movies and I don't know how long. Uh, we know, oh, well, in June, we saw for Ashton's birthday, we went and saw Fast and Furious 9. That was what oh, we wanted nice. to do. Yeah. He, one summer, right after, ironically, after he got his driver's license, we binged all the movies, like mm. one a night. So he loves those movies. Obviously, he's a boy. So yeah. um, we went and saw it Paul with all Walker. of his friends. Mm, yeah. They say they're bringing Paul Walker back for the next movie, Fast 10, and that's how they dropped. They dropped an Easter egg at the end of this one. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring him back with like past footage and use his brothers again. I don't oh know how I feel God. about that. Like, I what? don't know either. Like, do you let the man pour, I mean, poor man rest in peace? Uh, or I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I mean, I think if he were to they were to be able to ask him he would probably say to do it yeah but um yeah i don't know it's gonna be weird yeah they do mm. so anyhow it's um, like bringing tupac back i don't yeah. know how i feel about any of it you know what tv show i have been watching and i really enjoy it i think it's really good what it's called good sam and it's on cbs mm-hmm. it's a medical drama and of course, because I love those, um, and it is starring Sophia Bush. For oh, a- really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually you wouldn't know because you don't follow social media. I actually tweeted about it and put put like a reel on our Instagram last night because I was watching it. Um, she is such an underrated actress. Like mm. she's played, you know the fashion high school cheerleader on one tree hill she played a badass cop on chicago pd and now she's playing a doctor and she is just phenomenal in this role like it's like seamless and i i just you know i'm astonished because i don't think that many actresses can play a you know that many tv roles that no they can't you know maybe i'm just you know singing her praises for no reason but maybe you know. you're just fangirling maybe and you know fangirling. what they just announced you'll have what? to tell kate or well kate if you're listening they we got a early invite for it mm-hmm. because we went this year next yeah. year instead of doing a weekend in tree hill for mm. they are doing a week in tree hill Oh my God! Yes. That's gonna cost a gajillion dollars. Well, it will for you know because they you because you pay for the events daily, mm. so we're gonna have to pick and choose once we see who's booked. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, if you know the virus is under control and which we who never knows, maybe we I can take it as an opportunity to go see um Harry and Megan. Oh yeah, they're an hour away from 
yeah, Harry, if you're listening, yeah, I know I haven't brought this up yet, but just an FYI. Um, they're, they're an hour away from Wilmington, hour and a half, so we could kill two birds with one stone and yeah, and do that because, you know, Ashton's all on board. He's like, whoa, he, he had me on Expedia, like, ready to book the room. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so I really do. So, um, yeah, it'd be, it would even be nice to get a group of people if I didn't go see Harry and Megan. And because you can actually rent, and I know you probably didn't watch it all the way to the end, but Kate, you will know. Um, you can actually rent um, Quinn and um, Clay's beach house and stay there. It's an Airbnb. Shut Oh, uh-huh. I bet they charge bang. It's not that bad because it really? sleeps so many people. And I'd have to look at the dates. But if like we can get a bunch of people to go, it would be doable. I wonder if it's already booked. Mm, they just announced this. So I have to look. I'd really have to look at it. Yeah, because I'd be interested, too. That's fucking cool. It's, it was something like. 1500 for the week and that's not bad not when you're splitting it amongst Mm-mm. many people yeah and you're staying in that place because it's a two-story place yeah it was, which the- was totally gorge mm-hmm. so yeah so we're really excited about that i'm hoping that speaking of that, that sophia bush will be there this year and hillary burton um, they say it's the last one they're going to do mm-hmm. um, because the charity is really getting too much for the people that are carrying it to carry it. Yeah. But they don't get paid. And yeah, they realize that's so- a lot. It is a lot. They rely solely on donations. And they, that building, the trick building, they do like monthly memberships and then you get discounts. But those monthly memberships that they do, mm-hmm. um, pay for the rent for that building so that they can uh, have it all year round for events. Oh, okay. So yeah, they said they'll wow. still do other things, but this will be probably the last, they're going to go out with a bang, do it for a week. And this will probably that's be kind of cool though. Yeah, it'll be cool. Yeah, so, definitely. So definitely that's going to be on the calendar for next November. I'm still determined to get to the Gilmore girls fan festival one year. Is that usually in the same, do they have it up there too? Uh, I don't remember where they have it at. I want to say Connecticut. Okay. Well, was Gilmore Girls filmed in Wilmington? It was a CW show, right? Or WB? Yeah, it was. So it must have um, been. Let's Google it. You know me. I only mm-hmm. care about the show, like, what I'm watching at that moment. Hold on. Let's see. Wilmington is such a cool town. Because, I mean, it's a water town. It's on the water. Um, I would have liked more time to spend there to see the sights. Um, But it's the first place that we visited that Ashton actually said he wouldn't mind moving to. Which I found interesting. Yeah, it really is. Oh, well, some of the stuff that they filmed was actually in Canada. Some was in California. Yeah, and a lot of it was in Burbank. Oh, okay. So that wasn't one of the shows that was filmed there in Hollywood Mm -hmm. East, they call it. No, but it's set in Stars Hollow, Connecticut. Okay. So. You know what else was filmed in Wilmington? Um, That one with Julia Roberts from the 90s where the husband was after Runaway Bride? Nope. Um, My Best Friend's Wedding? Nope. Early, early, like one of her first movies. 
Sleeping with the enemy. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. No joke. I mean, I didn't think it was Mystic Pizza, but hey. Yeah. No, um, Harry loves it up where he is. He says he feels like he is living in a Hallmark Christmas movie. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like I'm living in white trash Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking town. Oof. Yeah. I know. It's just burfy. Well, yeah, but, you know, you go five minutes west and you're on the water, so and people pay, I know. pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to come here to visit, and we just take it for granted. Yeah. But anyhow. Anywho. So, on that note there, um, you have anything else going on this week? No. Just working. Working and podcasting. Yeah. Living the life. Living the life. Yeah. Living the dream. What about you, tax? Tax season? We're going to call you taxi. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Tax season has started officially W2 into 99 year end season for me right now. Taxes won't start until, you know, another few weeks. But um, as soon as the IRS opens for e-filing, which will be probably end of January, they haven't announced it yet. So anybody, if you need tax advice, feel free to write in. Um. I'm your girl. Tell you how to save some money. Oh, and P.S. Anyone listening, they your W two does not have to be postmarked if you do not get it electronically <laughs> until January thirty first. I repeat, January thirty first. <laughs> for fuck's sake, <laughs> calling isn't gonna get it to you sooner. There's nope. a process. You will be put at the end of the line. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, because that just pisses people off. They're like, "Look, bitch." I have a client. I have a couple of clients that they are the types that they don't like to pay their bill, so I have to chase them for the money. And they give me a hard time about getting their payroll numbers because we have, you know, the clients that I do payroll for, which are just easy for me to process. And then we have the clients that once a quarter I call for their payroll and do everything. Mm. And literally when I got back on Monday from having COVID, I had like five messages with these people, you know, basically. And the message said, when will we get our W-2s? And it's like, um, you'll get your W-2s. When you pay your bill, bitch. Yeah. On January 31st, you'll get your W-2s. Because uh, the people that pay and don't give me a hard time will be priority. Right. I hate to sound bitchy about that, but you know, no, it's but like it's true. Yeah, you you take care of the clients first that are like take care of you because you don't want to lose them. No, and I'm sorry you don't pay your bill and act like a douche. Fuck off, you entitled prick. Right. That's my thought. So, but that being said, I had. Um, I had an overdue eye appointment that I went to on Saturday uh-huh. and, um, uh, my prescription has gone up quite a bit. So I have to get new glasses and I knew it was coming because, um, whenever I'm on my computer at work or here editing uh-huh. or whatever, I'm constantly lifting my head so that I could see at the bottom part of my bifocals, well, not bifocals, my progressive lenses, the strongest right. part. So, which brings me to what a scam the eyeglass industry is. And it is so ridiculous. And we're going to get into more of this in a few minutes. But just to give you my little story from yesterday. Now, I always know that when I have to buy eyeglasses, I'm going to take it in the ass. It's worse than buying a car as far as I'm concerned. It is, and no lube. 
No, totally no lube and blood involved. Well, that's a little gross, but yeah, um, that's okay. There we go, folks. <laughs> dark. She went dark I went real dark. quick. <laughs> my God, prep your butthole. So, I had my eye exam, and you know he gives me, of course, the bad news, which I was not surprised about, and um. I actually do go to lens crafters for my eye exam because mm. the doctor, the optometrist at um, the one here in town is actually really good. I've been to several eyeglass places, you know, doctor's offices mm. throughout the years. And I really, really like this doctor. He's um, very thorough because, and then I take, um, for my autoimmune, I take a medicine that requires eye checks, special eye checks. So I see another doctor for that. So it really doesn't, like, I don't have to go there and get my eyes dilated and worry about all that. Right. So, but he always nails my prescription to the T. I never have a problem with headaches or any of that. Mm-hmm. So um, I get my prescription and um, I go over and I glance at the glasses and, you know, of course... You know, there's like three hundred and some dollars for a pair. And I we have you know, we have vision on you know, why it carries vision. So we have Aetna and you know, I have you know, when we came time to pick in a policy, I really really studied them to see what would give us the best value. Mm-hmm. And we get one free we all get one free pair a year. And it says that I'm supposed to pay, you know, I get up to like $160 on my frame allowance, which is good. Mm. And I get like, I have to pay a copay on my progressive lenses because I wear progressives. Those are what really are expensive. Yeah, they are. And um, I feel like it's like you go in and you sit down and right away they're ringing you up and the girl looks at you and it's like, well, that's going to be $700 and it would be, you know, 19,000 without your insurance. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because, and Wyatt will be like, I get a free pair. How is it $700? Yeah. And it's because they have wrapped you up in the most expensive lenses. Mm-hmm. And depending on the frames you pick, like this one year, um, Wyatt, he really liked these Ray-Ban frames, and they mm. happened to be the Ferrari edition. Mm. And they were going to, it was going to be like $400. Now, he wears single vision, so that's not nearly expensive. Oh, wow. Single vision's at nothing compared to the other. Yeah, no, seriously. And he's like, why is it that much? And she's like, well, you have to have the special Ferrari lenses in those glasses because they're the Ray-Ban special edition. And he's like, seriously? Well, then I don't want them. Yeah. And so then he goes and he ended up, he grabbed like an Oakley frame. And she's like, well, if you get those, you have to have the Oakley lenses. And it's like, he's like, well, which ones do I get where I don't have to buy the special lenses that, which ones that are included in my plan? Right. And um, finally, like I like he argued with her so much and was so mad. She actually put the regular lenses in his Oakley frames. Really? Mm hmm. And interesting. Yeah. But. um, So, you know, there was a 2020 special that I sent you a few years ago. On, oh, 60 minutes. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. 60 minutes. About. 
Luxottica eyewear. And how this is not a monopoly is beyond me. It is so, it just so, it just kills the consumer when it comes to eyewear because people have to see and they're held hostage by this company. Um, but they are held hostage. Luxottica owns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Luxottica, they make. They make the, the eyeglasses for Prada, Chanel, Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, Burberry, Ralph Lauren, Tiffany, Bulgari, Vogue, Purcell, Coach, DKNY, Ray-Ban, Oakley, and Sunglass Hut as a special line. Not now, to mention, I'm sure they have a line. Mm-hmm. They do. And they not only that, do they own those brands, they own, they, they own Lens Crafters. They own Oliver Peoples. They own Pearl Vision. They own Target Optical and Sears Optical. And they have that eye care plan. They are, um, yes, they own, because a question was brought up in this interview, well, okay, so why are the insurance companies not saying anything? And why are they complaining? Why are they not doing anything? Well, Luxottica owns iMed, which is the second largest eye vision plan in the country. This is like, I don't understand how this is not considered a monopoly. Yeah. I really don't. Like, I just, I don't know. Plus, they're paying all this money for all those copyright things with all the bougie people. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they've got everyone. Yeah, they've got, for, I uh, mean, literally. you know, for the most part. For the most part. An average pair of single vision glasses costs the consumer $300, which, and then it says the average pair of progressive lenses without insurance is $900. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's more, they said it's more than the cost of an iPad for a pair of glasses to see that you need to get every two years or every, really every year. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely ridiculous. I mean... Um, I was talking to um, an optician I know, and he said, like, let's say on average, if there was a pair of frames that cost the manufacturer $40 to make, on average, it'll sell between seven dollars and $800. There's a 200% markup. It is. And they do it for the lenses, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, uh, you know, and there's also... Um, this one lens manufacturer that is all buddy buddy with the company's name I always destroy. Luxottica. Luxottica. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, it's such bullshit. It is bullshit, especially you know, um, it's you know they also own the Sunglass Hut. So if you want sunglasses, you're you're screwed there too. But there's it's there's no free market cuz they control no. the pricing. So they're so they are making them and they're selling them in their stores. And then so they're basically their th- their biggest competition is Walmart 
and Costco and maybe Warby Parker. But, you know, they said in the 60 Minutes show, to be successful in that that industry, mm-hmm. you have to carry Ray-Bans because they're the number one brand. Mm-hmm. Or you have to... Um, what, did it, what did it say? If you make glasses, you want to be in their stores. And if you have stores, you want to sell you want to sell Ray-Bans mm-hmm. and they set the prices as high as they want. They're the price maker, which uh. was why the glasses cost so much money because they're setting the prices. Well, cause I think back in the day was that, um, they would sell glasses like in the good old days to let's say the eyewear store and they determined like how much the markup was going to be based mm-hmm. on what they paid. Right. So, and that's totally been taken away. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. And that's now, a problem. It is a problem, especially in the lenses. Because I mean, I've, I've tried to do it differently in the past, being creative. Like, I've bought my own frames online. Mm-hmm. And because I, I am bougie. I do like the fancier, you know, frames. But yeah. I will tell you that anytime I've bought a Ray-Ban frame, I take it back. Because it doesn't stay on my face. I have had the, and I, and not to be bougie, I've had the best luck with the Tiffany frames. Well, also keep in mind too, like I'm a contacts person. You're mm-hmm. not. You, no. you wear your glasses all the time. I do. So it makes sense to me. Yeah, because they stay on your face. I cannot stand when I buy Ray-Bans I'm constantly pushing them up and it drives me insane oh I would rip them off my face and snap them in half yeah and I'm sorry unless you're unless you're telling me that these glasses will never smudge ever I'm not spending uh $900 on a lens I don't care you no. know I know you're it's important to put lenses that are good on your eyeglasses because your eyes are important and have the blue filter and the uv and all of that but there is no reason why it needs to cost so much money no and then think about it so even if you have good eye insurance and god forbid if you don't Mm -hmm. you're taking a one-way trick to trip to fuckville it's awful right but even with good eye insurance it doesn't mean you can afford to pay all this money out of pocket. No, and I've gone, you know, I've, we've only had, la- like, eye insurance the last probably four years. Really? Mm-hmm. We never, for some reason, we just never got it. And so weird. Because, well, it's only in the last six or seven years that I've really needed um, expensive glasses because of the progressive yeah. lenses. For, for in the past, I always wore, like, readers. Yeah. It's only since I turned 40 that my eyes got really bad. Oh, I'm blind as fuck. Oh, I am now. So, um, I remember like four years ago, we didn't have insurance. We got insurance the following year on our eyes. And, um, I went in there and I bought, the you know, basically the same pair of glasses I have now, but in a different color because they're just mm-hmm. comfortable. And it cost me... Basically the same exact amount of money that I paid with my insurance. Because, oh my God. Because Jenny. they because they when you don't have insurance, they give you all sorts of deals. Buy the frames, get the lenses for forty percent oh. off, this, that. But when you're using insurance, 
it's illegal in the state of Florida to double dip. So they can't give you the deal on the lenses. They have to mark them up full price. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize it until yesterday because I after I left, after I left, um, lens crafters for shits mm-hmm. and giggles, I went over to Eyeglass World mm-hmm. because they have two for one seventy eight. If you, mm-hmm. you know, in the designer frames, which right. were all crap that I didn't like anyway. Because you know why? They're not owned by Luxottica. So they have all the cheap brands. And, but I was like, let me go look. Because I have um, my last pair, I still have my last pair of Tiffany frames. And they fit me really well. And I was like, well, I can get the lenses put in those. Yeah. I don't want to buy glasses. So I go over there. And I remember that I was in there with one of my friends. And they had a really cool pair of sunglasses that I liked. Mm. And so I went over there and... um so I say to the lady, I'm like, you know, so what's, you know, how much for progressive lenses? And she says to me, the progressive lenses are $180 plus uh-huh. your frame. So basically, you know, if you go with the high end frame, uh-huh. $178 for the frame, $180 for the eyeglasses. So it's $400, and, but you get two pair. Uh-huh. So I said, um, okay, well, do you take insurance? And she says, yes. What kind of insurance do you have? And I said, Aetna. And she says, okay, well, she goes, yes, we take insurance, but it's illegal in the state of Florida to double dip. So you can't have the two fur. You could, she said, you, you, so you pay full price for the first pair, whatever your insurance will pay, and then 40% off the second pair. So guess what? It was still the same amount of money. Because I said that's to, ridiculous. Because I didn't see any frames that I liked, so I I said to the one lady, I said, you know, how much would these sunglasses cost me? And she, you know, did the math. The frames were one fifty nine or whatever, mm-hmm. and she she said, um, I said, well, I do have another pair of glasses that I could put lenses in. So she said, basically, it would have been two hundred dollars for them to put the lenses in my other glasses, mm-hmm. and one seventy eight for the sunglasses with my progressive lenses. So I'm still at $400. So no matter how you skin a cat, I'm at $400 for a pair of glasses. That's insane to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but like, I'm just thinking like, you know, there's been many times in my life I could not have afforded $400 for frames. There have been many times in my life. Right now, I'm like, I, I, you know... I, I could buy them, but I want to eat next week. Yeah, you might have to wait for a tax return. Well, I mean, I, we have, you know, we have an FSA, so it gets reimbursed. You have oh, to just yeah, wait a week. That helps. I just, you know, I, I don't want to be broke for the week. And that, that, I, I don't, don't want to put it on you. a credit card and all that bullshit. So um, I just figure I'll wait until next week or whatever. And plus, I, and if I, trust me, if I really wanted to buy a pair of glasses, I would have if I found a pair that I fell in love with. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm torn as to what to do. Like, do I take my lenses over to Eyeglass World and Mm -hmm. go that route? But they've never made glasses for me. Right. What if they're crappy lenses? There's a trust level. Yes, and that's why I go back to Lens Crafters ever since this one person that used to do my eyeglasses is no longer there. And you know who you are if you're listening. Yeah, you could at least have some sort of hookup in your garage or something. But yeah, no, seriously, like I, um, 
so there's yeah there's a level of trust there where you know that your glasses aren't your lenses aren't going to be shit and you're not gonna be able to see out of them yeah now here's something i found interesting about this company so in the early 2000s they had a dispute with oakley overpricing okay why did they have a dispute with oakley over the licensing no overpricing Okay. They wanted to charge a certain amount of money for the glasses in their sunglass hut stores. Got it. And Oakley didn't want the glasses marked up that high. Mm-hmm. So they they couldn't come to an agreement and basically Oakley said, fuck off. And they pulled out of the sunglass hut stores and you can mm-hmm. only buy sunglasses at the Oakley stores. Mm-hmm. So being that Oakley and Ray-Ban dominate the market. Mm-hmm. Luxottica made it very difficult for Oakley. And I think actually what happened was is um, Luxottica kicked Oakley out of their stores, not not the other way around. When that happened, their stock tanked. And then when their stock got really low um, and basically the company was on the verge of bankruptcy, they bought Oakley. And the lady... Again, how is this not a monopoly? Right. So the lady in the 60-minute you know, interview with the CEO of Luxottica says to him, so basically you backed Oakley into a corner and made them sell to you. And he, the guy goes, well, they just realized it was better to get along with us than to be enemies. That's like, and this lady was legit in that interview. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post it in the Because she told them it was Monopoly too. Mm-hmm. Everybody says it's a Monopoly. And I don't know what the exact... Luxottica dominates between 70 and 80% of the market. And I'm not exactly sure if it has to be 100%. I'm not, but I know there's, there's 99.9. Yeah. I don't like, know what the, like, I, I really what's feel the criteria? like, yeah. Like, why is this not being looked at? Why are they allowed to do this? So they're making the eyeglasses. They're selling the eyeglasses. They're setting the prices for the eyeglasses. And what about the poor people that can't afford eyeglasses? Yeah, right? You know, like, there are a lot of people. Like, and, and I know a lot of people say to me, well, order online from this company or that company. I wear progressives. I can't because you have to no. measure them. Yeah. It's just, it's astounding to me that this is allowed because it feels like big pharma, except for yeah. eyewear. They have you in a chokehold. They do. And it's bullshit. It, 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 it is. It is. And, you know, the lady said to him, why is it, you know, why is it not any different than, she's like, these these designer shoes, basically, like, mm-hmm. and um, the response was, the entire shoe industry isn't owned by one company, and the same company isn't selling the shoes. Because, you know, people will spend $500 on a pair of shoes, whatever. Right. Jim at shoes but um and the lady like picked out two pairs of sunglasses one was coach and one wasn't and she said to the designer lady she was like "Mm, but if you saw these walking down the street would you really know there's a difference she's like well it's a slight difference but like one pair cost four hundred dollars more than the other something like that and unfortunately, I think they make it so that you notice a difference in the way they feel on your face. 
Oh, I agree. Because yeah. I have tried on, you know, in lesser fortunate days, I've gone into those stores mm-hmm. and tried on the Vogue brand or whatever less expensive brand. and Not comfortable. I, no, I've walked out and said, I'll wait and save my money. Mm-hmm. Because they are not comfortable at all. I've, yeah, I've always like, bought, well, when I used to buy Kate's glasses. Um, for her, I always bought higher end um, frames. They don't sit on your face right if you don't. No, they don't. And it's just really fucked up that people get backed into a corner like this. Right. It is. And and the lady even you saw said uh, to him, well, how does the consumer benefit from this? And he says, well, they have lots of options and, you know, lots of choices. And she goes, so basically they don't. But seriously, think about this, too. Right. Say there's a family of four. Mm hmm. Family of four. And um, one parent wears glasses and both kids. Mm hmm. Come on, how are you supposed, you know, like, yes, I know some people can afford it. I'm sure they stagger their eye exams, but that's a lot of fucking money. It is. I, I remember a few years ago, um, Ashton, you know, he's worn glasses on and off throughout his life. Mm-hmm. And um, he was having headaches, so he went to the eye doctor. I took him and... The eye doctor said, well, you know, he, he he could probably wear these when he's reading on a computer. It's not necessary. He does see 2020, but I think that, you know, he's having a trouble. His eyes don't focus as fast, which mine, mine don't either. No, he, Kate, same thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I took him over, of course, I took him over to LensCrafters because, you know, now he's a teenager and he wants the cool looking glasses. Girl, I know, that expensive. And luckily he found a pair that were like of Ray-Bans that were like on their clearance. Oh um, my God, that was a gift from the gods. Between that and the lenses though, I still paid 200 bucks. Yeah. And that was when I was like, enough is enough, we're getting insurance. Here's the sad part, that's a steal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That oh, is a literal yes. steal. Yes, it is a steal. It is a complete steal. Mm-hmm. I remember um, when I used to go over to the person who shall not be named's high play store, mm-hmm. you know, he would always tell me that he made it a point to get, you know, frames from other distributors that were cost effective. Yeah. And you didn't feel like you were being raped when you left there. Right, and they were still quality, really good quality. They were very, yeah, they were very much quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Well, and they've made it so difficult. Like back in the good old days, if you had a fucking kick-ass frame, you know, you you could just without getting raped get your lenses replaced, mm-hmm. you know. So you're like, hey, you know what? I've only had these frames for a year. They're good. I like them. I'll just get my yeah. lenses done. And it was like no harm, no foul. But now they act like they're doing neurosurgery and basically just make, force you to buy a new pair. Well, that's just it. If I, like, the last time I bought glasses, the ones I have on my face now, mm. I this I have the same exact pair. These are black. The last pair I had were exactly the same except they were tortoise. Mm. Because... I liked the glasses. They fit well on my face. And I was mm-hmm. like, can I just get the lenses replaced? Mm-hmm. 
And basically, if you don't buy the frame, then the lenses are double the price. And that's what I, I don't understand that. So you're at you're not at any advantage to do that. No, you're not. It's ridiculous. It really it is. is. It is such horseshit. Mm-hmm. It truly it is. It is horseshit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Disney with their prices. Yeah, but at least that's optional. When you can't see, it's not optional. Yeah, good point, good point. So, I mean, I just, like I said, I don't understand how this is allowed to go on. Um, You know, I know the dental industry isn't very good either when it comes to pricing. And dental plans are bullshit, you know. It's rough in those streets. It is, but it's not as bad as this. No, it's not. It's really not. Like, if I go and I get a crown, that motherfucker's going to last me. I'm going to get the mileage on that tooth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, realistically, I needed a new pair of glasses last January, but I also needed another pair of prescription sunglasses. And considering I only get one pair a year from mm-hmm. the insurance company and I didn't want to spend a shit ton of money on new glasses and sunglasses. Yeah. I went with the sunglasses, but I regretted it. I mean, I don't regret it when I get in the car and we're in Florida and the sun's blazing, but, you know. Well, that's just it, too. You know, like, you do need prescription sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a need. Which is why I'm almost considering doing the whole eyeglass world thing because I want my new prescription to be in my sunglasses. So I can get new sunglasses and then have my you know glasses but you know again am i gonna spend four hundred dollars and then not like the lenses right so yeah it's just it's awful it's such bullshit it is it is really it's just a lot so that's my that's my eyeglass story that's my and every time i you know i watch that 60 minute video i watched it live when it aired like years Mm -hmm. ago and every time i buy glasses i think of it and then that that video is like five years old and that's what's so crazy to me is Mm -hmm. like okay 60 minutes is like trying to blow the lid off this how long ago and legit nothing nothing has been done they have they've been through two ceos since that guy it's crazy it is dealing with the mafia in italy over there seriously like this is just crazy and should not be allowed no there needs to be a cap on some shit really realistically yeah Mm -hmm. they should not be allowed to make them have the stores they own all the brands i mean they own all of it but then again you know also you know you know you know tiffany and company prada Mm. um all these, you know, they don't own Tiffany. They don't own Prada's glasses. They don't own Chanel's. They make them for those companies. And those companies can go elsewhere and have them made. But no, they're yeah, choosing they can. to. But they also know if they don't go to Luxottica, they're not going to be sold in LensCrafters. And then LensCrafters is the biggest retailer in the in the country, along with Pearl Vision. I just like, this just baffles me that we're in 2022 and this is tolerated and allowed. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, why is it not? Why is no one doing anything about this? Because the because half of the people in America wear glasses. Like, yeah, how many? Like, you wear contacts. I wear yeah. glasses. And I have astigmatism, so, so I got I? like one fucked up eye. And yeah. yeah, so it's like, why are? I mean, you walk down the street. 
like in my office, we all wear glasses. It, it, it's, 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 it's the most common thing in the world. Why are we being raped? Well, exactly, because just like with contacts, like I understand I got gemp eye, but my contacts cost a lot more for that one eye. Right. Because you probably have to have special kind. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just crazy. And I mean, maybe that's some passion project we need to take on. Fucking Aaron Brockovich did it. Yeah. Aaron, why are you not going after the eyeglass industry? Seriously. Like. I'm going to drop her an email. That's a good idea, dude. Yeah. I'm going to drop her a line. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Maybe she can shed some light on it. Yeah, because it's it's just bullshit. It that's is. all I got on that. That's bullshit. all I got on that. It's bullshit. Yeah. So, we're sorry this week's, uh, you know, subject matter was, you know, not sexy. Our glasses are kind of boring, but, you know... <laughs> You can listen to our other episode that, you know, we've done. Uh, we had a listener write us an email for some advice. So that's going to be up on the blog, on the site, on the podcast, whatever we want to call it as well. <laughs> Wherever the fuck you get this Whatever thing. you're calling it these days. Yeah. Whatever the kids are calling it. <laughs> Just don't be a square. Nope. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, we don't have a Bachelor episode this week because of the playoffs, um, football playoffs. But um, thank you for listening. And uh, I don't know. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye.